Canelo, mi gente. You already know this is Pump, Drunk, Boxing, a.k.a. Mr. Moo. Shine himself, a.k.a. El Adobo, a.k.a. El Sazón, a.k.a. El Borracho. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this side of heaven. God bless you all. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all already know that this past 2020, it was full of excitement, full of accomplishments, and also full of what you may call excuses, uh, unfortunate allegations, uh, coming from one man, one powerful man. The ex-WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay the Bronze Palmer Wilder. And to be honest, I was going for Deontay Wilder the first fight that he fought Tyson Fury. And I was going for Deontay Wilder the second fight because I do believe that Deontay Wilder is a special fighter. A special fighter with a special attribute in that right hand. A freak of nature. But I know that he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I think he lost a lot of fans because of the excuses and the allegations. It was just too much to bear. It was just too much to hear. The theories, the glove gate, the, the water, the, the spiked water, the, the costume. It was just too much. It was just too much. But me knowing the sport of boxing, I'm going to tell you like this, y'all. And I think sometimes we got to humble it because we just got to humble it. I'm going to tell you like this. I think like 90% of the fighters out there always have an excuse. Now, not to the amount of, of, of you know, the uh, excuse or allegation that y'all heard from Deontay Wilder. But we've seen George Foreman. We barely see in the sport of boxing like we saw Carl Frampton this past week. And I said, the better man won. He was the better man. He was just the better man. Jamel Hero was just the better man, and I congratulate him. I worked my butt off. I had a great camp. He was just better than me. We don't hear that. That's not normal in boxing. We hear even the littlest, you know, uh, my weight, uh, uh, my I was injured coming into the fight, um, you know, I had distractions and you know, all these, the referee, the judges, and my trainer, you hear all little excuses from, from tiny little excuses to the other, to, to the top level excuse. But, and we have heard enough. A lot of people, there was no, I mean, there was no criminal investigation, no criminal type of um, cases out there for the allegations and excuses that said that, you know, Deontay Wilder, was given a dent head. Um, Jason Fury had egg weights on the glove. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I hope, I hope that those um, independent media, if you want to call them that, these delusional independent media that was saying it and still saying it, I hope they find Jesus Cristo. Jesus Cristo, Jesus Christ, con la chancleta, okay? And I hope that this past Easter, they was not looking for an egg or looking for a bunny. And they were actually trying to build a relationship with God. You know, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, our Savior. Just seek a personal relationship with God. And I hope you didn't waste your time in looking for a bunny. Because a lot of these folks need Jesus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You need Jesus <laughs> in your heart. I say you need Jesus in your corazón. <laughs> don't let, hey, don't let punch run take you to church. Don't let punch run take you to church. Now, a person that is 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 very familiar with the word, 
is Deontay Wilder. Shout out to Deontay Wilder and, and the fans. Um, and I know these are the uh, uh, people may feel like, oh man, come on, man, you ganging up on Wilder. No, not me. I'm just I just want people to really humble themselves because I understand the sport of boxing. I understand that it's a lonely sport. I understand there's an amount of pressure that we just don't under the regular people just don't understand. See, I understand the sport of boxing. See, I do this because I want to uplift our modern day warriors, our modern day gladiators. I want to give them a different, a, a new platform, a new avenue. I want to bring, I want to preserve the great. I want to preserve my favorite sport. I want to preserve the sport of boxing. I want to preserve the fighters. Because in the end of the day, I do this for the fighters because I believe that these are my modern-day warriors, modern-day gladiators. I believe that Deontay Wilder is my modern-day warrior, modern-day gladiator, along with Tyson Fury, along with Anthony Joshua, along with Tio Fimolo, along with Lomachenko, along with Jamal Charlo, along with Inoue, along with Casimero, along with the Belonis, along with the Crawford, along with the Manny Serranos and the Katie Taylors and the Clarissa Shields and the Ebony Bridge, everybody that put themselves on the line that get Inside that square circle Or that octagon I give Major respect to Major respect to But also I gotta preserve Other greatness See I think that You know it, it, was, it was out of line But I think when it was When he crossed the line It was when they said That Mark Breland Another modern day war Modern day gladiator Been accused Of having Of spiking the water of Deontay Wilder. I think that right there. I think that right there was a the dagger. That right there. Is when the sport of boxing says. No mas. We heard enough. No mas. You crossed the line there. And that's the point. When I'm like you know what. Whatever criticism Deontay Wilder gets. It's unfortunate. But it's just due. On that part, because I believe he tried to drag a legendary man down. One of the most respected men in boxing, Mark Breland. A treasure, especially in New York City when it comes to boxing. Probably the greatest amateur boxer ever in America. And it was sad to hear. It was sad to hear a brother bring another brother down. With no type of excuse, with no type of, of of proof, that was bad. But see, Deontay Wilder, he knows scripture, ladies and gentlemen. I believe that his pops, um, shout out to his pops, is a, is a biblical man, is a scripture, is a pastor. I believe so. I hope I'm not wrong. And he always say this, this phrase, speak it, believe it, receive it. Speak it, believe it, receive it. I mean, it's common, it's common sense. It's, it's straight to the point. It's very concisive. Speak it, believe it, receive it. Whenever you want to speak, you think that, you know, you're going to gain. You're going to just speak on it and pray on it and you will get it. Maybe the problem is, this is the problem. I'm just thinking like this. I'm just thinking from, I'm, this is me just giving a, 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 my opinion to a brother to another brother. They could take it or leave it or whatever. But I know I'm coming from, I'm coming this from a good place. We don't work on our time, even though that we do get, you know, freedom of choice. But we work on we work on God's time. 
And if people know, people know the scripture, and I don't want to bore people because I know a lot of people be like, oh, but, but hey, but if I'm running a church right here, it's going to be fun. You're going to listen to me. So let me give you a little bit of energy. Let me give you a little bit of energy. Let me give you a little taste of Geno Jennings, a.k.a. Punch Drunk. When he says speak and believe and receive it, he will receive it. But he will receive it in God's time, not his time. And maybe God's time, maybe he can't cope with God's time. Because, of course, he's undefeated. He's untouchable. He's a destroyer. Huh? He's invincible. Invincible. And when you're invincible, you probably believe in that invisibility. We all believe that the Tyson Fury can outbox Deontay Wilder, but nobody, not even Deontay, not even Tyson Fury fans thought that he could demolish the demolisher the way he did. So how the heck can Deontay Wilder and his team prepare for something nobody thought it was nearly possible or the approach, the approach, because I didn't think so. I didn't see it coming. I thought Tyson Fury was bluffing. Even his own people thought it was bluffing. But let me tell you something about the speaker, believe it, receive it. You receive it on God's time, not on your time, on God's time. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me read this to y'all from the Bible info. Let me read this to y'all so you can understand better what I'm talking about. Bear with me, y'all. Please listen up because this is very, very highly important and you can implement this in your life. Just please. Take this. Listen up right now. If you need to park your car while you're driving, if you're running on the treadmill that you don't think you're going to concentrate and hear these words, please listen up. God is a God of love. He is interested in every detail of our lives. He hears our prayers and answers every sincere prayer if we meet these conditions. His conditions, not your conditions. His conditions. We must not expect that every answer will be yes, since we are sinners and do not always ask for what is best for us. Sometimes his answer is no. Sometimes his answer is wait. Hebrew, Hebrew, if you look at the Bible, if you ever read your Bible, Hebrew chapter 10, verse 36, we need to end each prayer with not my will, but your will. It's not my will, it's God's will. Even if we are sincerely doing God's will and do the best of our ability following his will for us, he may see that it is best for us, not for him to say yes at this time. We must continue trusting him regardless of his answer at the moment. So the answer what Deontay Wadabahari was looking for, speaking really receiving, you thought he was going to receive that, you're probably going to prepare and be Tyson Fury. But no, 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 no. That's not God's time. That's not Deontay Wilder's time to say it, but it's God's time. If you're going to speak God's word, then you got to let God do his work on his time. God's time, God's timetable is not the same as ours, people. It's not. He knows better than what we do when it's best time for our prayers to be answered. If you want to look in the Bible, Hebrew, you know, see Hebrew chapter 6, verse 13 to 15. God is eternal, folks. God is eternal and does not measure time as we do. Beloved, do not forget this one thing. That with the Lord, one day is a thousand years. And a thousand years as one day. Ladies and gentlemen, the story of Abraham, God promised a son to Abraham, right? But Abraham became impatient with Sarah. 
didn't bear him a son. So he took his wife's servant as his wife. Abraham tried to solve the problem on his own way and results would destroy us. We are still seeing the results of the mistakes today. God eventually answered his prayer at the time when he saw it was best for Abraham. You understand what I'm trying to say? Remember, he got his, what you call his slave, which is Sarah. He could have bore, he could, he, uh, his wife could have uh, uh, um, bear kids. And he went, he wanted to do it with his, with his slave, which you call, you know, in the Bible. He was working on his time. He wasn't working on God's time. And eventually God said, all right, you can have a baby. Remember, we got to work on God's time for us, for God to give us what we ask for. We must ask accordingly to his will. To his will. And you know why I'm saying this It's because I got to speak the language that Deontay Wilder speaks to the people. And maybe if I speak it in this, if he disagrees with me. He's disagreeing with the word of God. That's when humbleness comes. This is why I'm bringing it up. Because right now I'm not giving him my opinion. I'm giving him the word of God. I'm speaking scripture to scripture. Speak a believer, receive it. I hear you, Wilder. But hear these, are the, but hear these words of God. We must be willing to wait patiently and trust God to answer in his own way and in his own timing. You feel me? Trust God. Trust God that even though it may seem like prayer doesn't work, even though it may seem like at the moment he is not near and has abandoned you, Isaiah 41, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from the farthest regions, and I said to you, you are my servants. I have chosen you and have not to cast you away. Fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed. For I am your God. I will straighten you. Yes. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I could keep going with scripture because every answer that we have in life. Every answer that we have in life. The Bible, God has the answers to. Every question, I mean, I'm sorry. Every question that we have, God has the answers through scripture. And it's time, in my opinion, if Deontay Wilder was still dealing with the circumstances, with the depression, because a lot of fighters, and this is not, this is not a funny thing, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to take me serious when I say this. There's a lot of fighters out there that suffer from depression, even when they lose, or depression outside of boxing. There's a lot of pressure. Remember what they're doing for a living. They put in their life on the line for pure entertainment, but they, risk, but they, 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 they fight for their family. They literally fight with their with their hands they put their health they fight for their family literally it's not a cliche when the when the people say that boxing is a lonely sport 
And sometimes there's too many yes men around these guys that 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 prompts them up. Nah, 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 yeah, he cheated. Nah, nah, you ain't lose, champ. Don't worry about it, champ. You ain't lose. You ain't lose. And sometimes you don't have that real voice around you. But the only voice that you shall seek is God. The same person that he referenced to. Deontay Wilder knows who he needs to go to. To cope with whatever he may be going through. I am just, I am just saying. I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm hearing it from the outside. And I'm just taking interviews. I'm just taking things. All I'm saying, my brother, and this directly to Wilder. If he ever listens to this. Stay near to your father. Your right hand man. You already know who's your right hand man. And that's your Lord Jesus Christ. So. Remember that speak it, believe it, receive it is true, it's accurate, but when you receive it, you may receive it in a different way. You did lose, but it was only a boxing fight. But you were champion as a father is the reason why you started boxing in the first place. The prayers you became, you were a champion. As a father, you were champion for your community. You were champion for your friends. You were champion for the rest of your kids. You were champion for your wife. You were champion of a son of God. And do not forget about that. Successful, wealthy, have great people around you. Sometimes being loyal. Sometimes people could be loyal to their own for their own good, to their own good, too loyal for their own good. Sometimes we do want to blame everybody else and can't cope with the responsibility and accountability for what may have happened. But I believe Deontay Wilder could be strong. It is a strong individual. He's aligned. He will go back into the drawing board if he needs to go to the back to the drawing board because I believe that Deontay Wilder is a fast learner. Remember, remember when he started boxing at the age of 21, walked into a gym, eventually became an Olympian. He's an Olympian, bronze medalist. Tied Muhammad Ali's record in heavyweight defense and defenses. You just didn't match your expectation, my brother. You exceeded your expectation. And don't let this one loss deteriorate that, lose momentum of respect. This man been invited by the Pope, White House. You an ambassador, my brother. Don't let this one loss define you. Don't let this one loss define you. Because then, that speaker, believer, receive it, you're not letting God work on his time. Again, I'm just speaking from the outside looking in. I'm, I don't know where Deontay Wilder, his state of mind is. I'm just going by what we see, what we hear, allegations, uh, um, other sources. I hope that everything that I'm saying, probably he's already done, or even more. Or maybe Deontay Wilder's listening to this and he'd be like, man... Punch, man, I've been doing this, man. You ain't telling me nothing, I don't know. 
A lot of us, we can have jokes and things of that nature, of course. <laughs> you know, I believe that God has a sense of humor as well, just like Deontay Wilder got a sense of humor, just like everybody else have a sense of humor. I just want to tell the people out there in the end that these people, that, that that these men and women are still human beings, yo. I see, I hear a lot of derogatory things directed to these fighters. Too many, too many actually disgust me. And I believe that just too many is is getting to the point where it's too toxic. It's a beautiful thing that everybody has an opinion and every voice could be heard, but. Is nasty, is disingenuous, thoughtless. I think it's cruel. For every day, a lot of people want to tear down a person. Just because they got money, that doesn't mean they have they don't have feeling. That doesn't mean that they don't have family members and kids that hear the rhetoric that they hear, for example, from their own father, from their own friend, from their own son. Think about it. Let's preserve our fighters. Let's preserve our sport that we love. Because mass media is not going to do it. It's a lonely sport. Remember. And I'd rather be there for fighters than be against our fighters. So in the midst of that, this is what I believe in the heavyweight division, in which I think is woken up. It has woken up from his coma. Thank you for Deontay Wilder. Thank you for Anthony Joshua. Thank you for Tyson Fury. But I'm going to be real about this, y'all. I give a little less credit to Tyson Fury because Tyson Fury left. And he was weak. And he was depressed. And he have overcame. And that speaker, believe it, receive it. Deontay Wilder, think about this. God works in mysterious way. Speak it, believe it, receive it. You are so powerful that you gave a chance to have you gave a chance to another man to have a rebirth. Speak it, believe it, receive it. He spoke it. He received it. But it would have never happened if it wasn't without you. Now we're still two guys back on top because you gave them the chance. Because you was the humble one, Wilder. You did something more for him that he could really do for himself. You opened the door for him just like you helped out Luis Ortiz. Your loss gave life. Real life, your loss, your one loss of a boxing fight, or one draw, saved another man's life. Gave that other man a rebirth. Gave that other man a contract. Gave another man her husband back. Gave those children their fathers back. You did that, Deontay Wilder. God used you. He sacrificed you to save and to give another man another chance. Think about that. That's the power of God. That's the power of God. 
You alive and well. He's alive and well. You understand what I'm trying to say, my brother? Yeah, your boy punched wrong box and gets deep. Gets deep. But like I always say, God first, everything second. Five plus of I use two champions. Man, I can tell you like this. I don't, I don't even know what to ask God. In my, I, I love God so much. Everything is just thank you. Thank you. I got nothing. Right now, I'm wealthy with God. I could be homeless right now and I still be wealthy because I got God in my life, in my heart, in my mind. That's true wealth right there. And anybody that knows that feeling and having God on your side, having a personal relationship with God, you understand what I'm trying to say. Now, on the heavyweight status, I, as a boxing fan, want to see the undisputed crown. I want to see the undisputed fight. I want to see Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury. That does not mean that I don't think that the trilogy is, is, is not just due. I believe the trilogy is just due. But me as a boxing fan, the undisputed is too important. It's too big. It's too gigantic. It needs to happen. It's there in front of our face. It didn't happen when it was Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. But God had better, had better things in store. That doesn't mean Deontay Wilder is not going to have a chance to become undisputed. I believe he has. I believe he's going to give him a chance. God's will. God's timing. But I want to see that fight first. I want to see that fight first. And if that fight can't come through fruition, then I want to see Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Yeah. But because he wants the chance. But if I was a manager... I would tell Deontay Wilder to take a tune-up fight because he has surgery. He got outboxed, outslugged by the same guy that he had trouble with the first fight. So he, he got a new trainer. It takes two to three training camps to, 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 to have that camaraderie with your trainer, have that chemistry with your trainer. If you ask any trainer in the professional level, they need like two to three training camps to really get familiar with each other. So... He, would, he has a new trainer. He would have a need a new game plan for him to coexist with the trainer. He's going to need time for that. He need to get, um, um, He had a long layoff. He has surgery. And his last fight, he got, he got demolished by the guy that he's trying to have that rematch. I just don't think it's smart, in my opinion, at this point. I think he should take a tune-up. I think he should get familiar with his trainer, get familiar with what type of game plan, get familiar with, one, with, with, with that voice, um, also get familiar yeah, I mean, get get back, you know, see if the arm is, if the bicep is right, if your head is right mentally and physically. I think it's safe to say a tune-up, you know. And I think he could, I could be, I, I think he could be a champion again. I think he could be a champion again. I think with, with a better game plan and not, not and knowing, um, let's say if he fights Tyson Fury, um, I think he now knows there's two approaches to Tyson Fury. There's an approach where he can outbox you, and there's an approach that he can come at you. I just think that Deontay Wilder just didn't realize that he was going to come at him. He didn't take that approach. I don't think he had it in his mind. I don't think they even prepared for that. So I think they prepared for Tyson Fury to outbox him on the outside, faint, jab, jab, trying trying to get, not trying, uh, or maybe crowd him at the same time, but I don't think that Tyson Fury was a good, is a good inside fighter. So the only thing he could do is crowd him. So maybe this time, Deontay Wilder could implement the body shots that he that he was actually being, being a little bit successful in the first fight. 
But stay dedicated and go into the body. If you can't get the head, go to the body and the head will fall. You know, a great straight hands to the body, a hook to the body, you know what I'm saying? Jab to the body. I think that when Deontay Wilder actually wants to be dedicated to the jab, he has a good jab. You see it when he won his first title versus Tavern. He has a good jab when he wants to use it. You saw it in the Olympics. But I think, you know, of course, a person could be, could be comfortable with his aura, knocking everybody out. You know, you get comfortable. It gets, it's like repetition. It excites the crowd. It's the energy. I understand it. But I think that, you know, he goes to, to what he learned. And Deontay Wilder, remember, like I said, he started late, but he, he learned real quick. If it's one fighter that I believe that can learn real quick, it seems like I'm probably going to contradict myself because I'd be like, oh, yo, but if you, if you think that he can learn so quick that he doesn't need no tune-up, I just think it needs, uh, but if I was a manager, I think it's smart enough to get a tune-up for, for the mental aspect and for the physical aspect as well. I think there's just too much disadvantage for him to go straight to a fight versus the best heavyweight in the world. You understand what I'm trying to say? So um, I think he could come up with a better game plan. I think he knows more. But I think for himself and his body and his confidence, because if he's still talking about, you know, that that the the, the excuse or the allegations or whatever y'all want to call it, um, then his mental is not right because he needs to get past that, whether he lost it. If he, if, I hope he's past that. If he's not, I hope he gets past that because that's going to propel him to go inside that gym and understand that whatever he did things wrong, he could, ref, he could fix it. Um, put more tools in the toolbox if you can at the, at this age. Um, you already know what type what 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 Deontay Wilder is about, but I think there's a lot of things that he could work on. Um, I think that he shouldn't chase being a bit. He 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 should he shouldn't. Um, how you say it? He should not adjust to Tyson Fury, but adjust to his best self. Um, meaning that when he was he was gaining weight, he was gaining muscle. And I'm gonna tell you like this: if you if you if you've never been to 130 something pounds of muscle, and you're going and this is your first time, you're gonna perform at the highest level with the type of movement and body. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna be you're not gonna be agile. You're not gonna be athletic because you're not used to that type of weight in you, on you. So I think he needs to be what he is. He's already a freak of nature. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to change yourself. You know how you got here, and if you're comfortable at 217, 215, that that's you. You know what I'm saying? That's you. Sometimes they got out just to you. You play collegiate, so I know he is. I know that Tyson Fury can't be more athletic than Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder got to be way more athletic than him. Play football, play basketball. You got to be more athletic than the, than Tyson Fury. And I think that's where, um, you know, I think probably his team probably effed up. So I just think that's that's better for um for Deontay Wilder. I think that's better for Deontay Wilder to be his true self um, and feel comfortable and not to stress himself eating. And Because sometimes if you're eating, you're probably eating bad food. You know what I'm saying? So I hope Deontay Wilder, you know, strengthen his relationship and go back to the word. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, speaker, believer, receiver, you just got to understand that receiving it is only on God's time. And it's going to work in, and it's gonna work in mysterious ways. Like you said, he used you. He used you. You are blessed, Deontay Wilder. He used you to bring another man to life, you know what I'm saying, in retrospect, if you understand what I'm trying to say, so, shout out to Deontay Wilder and his crew, shout out to his family, shout out to his wife, shout out to his kids, shout out to his pops, hope y'all doing well, um, hope Tyson Fury's family doing well, Anthony Joshua family doing well, every fighter out there, because of course, man, the sacrifice is done for their family, but I know they got to be the nervous, the nervous ones as, as well, um, you're still a superhero to your kids, you're still a superhero to your wife. You're still a superhero to a lot of fans around the world. 
and Deontay Wilder, I just want to tell you that you have a lot of fans around the world. And just because they might not rock with the allegations or, the, or what they deem excuses, we still rocking with you, bro. We still rocking with you. That's, you got a fans all over the world. It's not only the brothers. It's also Latinos, Hispanics, Asians, whites, European, whatever race, creed you want to call it. You have fans around the world. Cater to your fans around the world. And if it's, a, if it's a, in America, be an American champion. America. I think when when fighters like to just say, even if let's say a Latino, Latino, you, you but too much you're just gonna limit to being Latino fan base. So if you just I'm doing this for my black people, you're just gonna you're only speaking to one people. You're the son of God. You so you speak for all people. You fight for all people, and that's what you call the people's champion. Feel me? I'm just looking at that. I'm looking at a landscape. I'm just looking at a. Uh, I'm not looking at tunnel vision. If you understand what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah. Um, and everybody subscribe to the YouTube channel Punch Run Boxing. And I'm probably gonna go live and actually talk about this and actually say what I was saying. And also, um, cop the um, subscribe to the new the new website PunchRunBoxing.net. I. PongeRawBoxing.net And um, Bear with me I got the kids in the back Look, look, look I don't got money like that Alright So so the bedroom is the studio Alright And maybe I donate to the channel Maybe I could get And fix a little studio up And y'all ain't gonna hear The babies in the background And And, and, and Dora the Explorer In, in the background Alright <laughs> Bear with me Bear with me Bear with me We're moving on Like the Jefferson we're going to move on up like the Jefferson. So I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, y'all already know this is the new podcast, Punch Run Boxing. And for the people that was following me, my other, my other podcast, The Smelling Salt, there's still a lot of episodes there that's still relevant. And just listen to, listen to those. We're going to be uplifting this one. And look, ain't no stopping Punch Run Boxing. Punch Run Boxing is for the people, for the people, by the people. Um... And shout out to all the entities, shout out to all the great boxing content creators out there doing their thing that speak unboxing logically and objectively. Shout out to the to to to, to the boxing voice, shout out to um rap store boxing knowledge, shout out to black and brown boxing, shout out to a lot of people doing their thing out there, the rings IQ of the world, the that's consistently putting out work out there, the consistent putting out work. Um just because I didn't mention your name, that doesn't mean I'm not rocking with you. I rock with all the people that speak on Basi Logically Objective. Y'all know my people. It's only one episode. I ain't give you a shout. I'm going to give you a shout on the other one. All right? Relax. Son, relax. <laughs> anyway, I love y'all. God bless. And on to the next episode. Share this episode. Let's get this thing popping. Let's preserve the sport of boxing. Y'all already know this is a punch run boxing. I can box and sense into you. God first, everything second. Five plus survive. Equal shoe champions. I love you. God bless. And on to the next. And also you can cop the punch run boxing merch with the slogans. And love y'all. God bless.